Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 39 of the Hobby Heroes Podcast, sitting solo tonight, talking about DICON and the Flames of War tournament. So, DICON is over and done with now. Um, you know, if you look at all the blog posts and the extra episode I talked about it, I took my Africa Rifle Company formation, uh, had the Africa Rifle HQ, two Africa Rifle Platoons with extra HMGs, uh, three 5 centimeter guns, Five Panzer three shorts, three Panzer four longs, a battery of four ten and a half centimeter guns, two SD KFZ two three one heavy scout cars, two Dianas, and then a bunch of cards. Um, I'm basically going to go over my games in this show, talk about my overall thoughts, uh, and kind of how the tournament went. So round one, I fought Chris. Uh, I think his last name was Fetters. He was playing a Russian list where he had a big rifle platoon in support of a Lend-Lease Churchill company. So he had a single Churchill HQ, uh, two units of or two platoons of three Churchills, some armored cars, and a unit of self-propelled guns. Uh, it had a couple units of self-propelled, or not units of self-propelled cards, but a couple units of armored cars. Uh, I chose maneuver in this um, scenario, and that was really kind of the saving grace for me. It put objectives on his side of the table, so he left his giant infantry blob over there to try and defend his own objectives. Uh, I feel, really, I feel like I should have lost this game early on. If you go to the blog and check out the blog post on these things, I have some pictures in there, but you can see the table that we were playing on. My panzers were all huddled in a wheat field behind some hedges. His Churchills crossed the board pretty quickly to right in front of those hedges. Never came over them at me, but um, over the course of the game, I think he only managed to kill like three of the Panzer threes, which was shocking. The Dianas did come on and managed to kill one Churchill. The Panzer fours came on out of reserve and ran up a long road towards his edge and then combined with my armored cars were trying to work his rifle platoon down to get an objective over there. But what ended up happening is eventually um, he actually had a third unit of, or no, I'm sorry, not a third unit. The second unit of three Churchills uh, did a long flank maneuver way around my right side and did eventually drive me out of a building to take an objective there. But I mean, you're, you're talking nine, ten turns in. Uh, at that point, I had managed to kill a bunch of armored car units. So I ended up losing the game 6-3, but it was a really good game. Uh, Chris was a really great opponent. I ended up asking him because he's one of the um, Nationals guys, and he's in Indianapolis with that big group of dudes, I think. And I think in my extra episode, I voiced a concern about the fact that a bunch of these National dudes were coming, and I asked him what was up, and he said, actually, they used to come to DICON all the time, and then just in the last number of years, NashCon has fallen on the same weekend, so that's why they had stopped coming. But that explains to me why they were there this time and they weren't there last year. So I did fight a Nationals guy uh, first round. He smoked me. And I think that probably put me uh, rummaging around the bottom tables, not fighting the Nationals guys, which was just fine by me. Though, as you'll see, I still got spanked. So my second game was a guy named Rich and a British army. He had a Honey Stewart horde. He had, I think, 18 Honey, uh, two units of three Grants, uh, you know, three 17-pounders, four 25-pounders, and a motor platoon with the Universal Carriers is backup. I chose Defend because I had a real nice hill and some forests and hedgerows and a big mansion that I could pick up as defensible points. 
sorry about that uh, silence there. Um, anyway, so I defended, had some stuff in ambush, some stuff in reserve. Um, he did what he did. He picked the side of the table with the least obstacles, which was closer to the mansion, came running over the hill, all these honeys, uh, ambushed with my five centimeters, kill the unit of honeys, and from there it was downhill. Uh, just the number of shots he had was enough to get hits, even though I was very much concealed or in long distances. And then his dice, oh my god, his dice. Every four plus firepower check he had to make, he made. It was crazy. Just like foxholes meant nothing to this guy. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. Um, I did kill a bunch of tanks because, I mean, it was all stewards. And I ended up almost killing a unit of Grants. But the problem was that he was driving them all over the god-awful place. So I killed, you know, two out of three in this unit or one out of three in that unit or two out of four in this unit. And so he had a bunch of small units still running around at the end that weren't dead, um, preserving a lot of points when he finally pushed me off the object. I mean, he he pretty much tabled me. Like, everything he shot at, he killed. It was just crazy. Um, it was not like our first game where my Panzer threes in the cornfield survived against a bunch of Churchills the entire game. No, he, he, he got me pretty hard. Uh, and there's nothing I can do about dice. Like, he just he made all of his rolls. It was funny. So I ended up taking an 8-1 loss in that. Um, it, it was a good time, though. He was a good guy. Uh, honeys are fast. Which, you know, I wasn't ready for. I shouldn't have taken defend. I should have taken, again, maneuver or attack to force objectives into his zone so that he would have to defend against some of them and keep some forces back. This is a lesson I learned uh, talking to my third opponent, you know, uh, that I'm, I chose poorly for my mission selection here, which accounts from inexperience uh, in a tournament setting at least, along with just a bad list uh i mean i suppose if, if i'd taken my americans with the large blobs of infantry and all the bazookas then defend would not have been so bad but against uh with what i had defend was a terrible option so my third round i can't even remember the guy's name he was a good dude um yeah i just i didn't write it down it was the end of the day and i was ready to go home so he had a large panzer grenadier army Two giant units of Panzer Grenadiers and half tracks, some 7.5 half track support, some HMG and half tracks, the HQ and half tracks, unit of three Panzer, or not Panzer, three Panthers. And yeah, so I chose again Defend again, which was a bad idea. I did start in buildings that were near objectives, so he was going to have to dig me out of those. Uh, there was one objective. That wasn't near, it was just outside of the four inches of the building. So uh, that was ended up being the winner for him. The point is, he rushed across the board super fast, as armored rifles and armored companies should do. Laid down his smoke. Uh, he was on the opposite side of the wood, so I couldn't have really shot much of him anyway. Disgorged all these dudes out, ran into the woods, drove me out of them. Uh, and then the Panthers come around. Now, the Panthers actually killed very little. I think they probably only killed two tanks over the course of the game. His 7.5-centimeter half-tracks, those dudes were workhorse. And he said that's kind of how that army works, is people get distracted by everything else while the half-tracks sit behind hedges and 
just blaze away killing things and they did they killed almost all my armored vehicles um defend again was a really poor choice here we ended up with rear guard which means i'm taking units off the table uh, as they run away somehow trying to hold out till turn nine there was no way that was going to happen he had a unit of um flanking half tracks coming around my right which really didn't do anything but it was the overwhelming force on my left side that came through these woods into the back of this house and i pushed up my panzer threes and then my panzer fours to contest that objective for as long as i could but he just killed them all off of there i did eventually get it through my head like the seven and a half half tracks were what was really causing me issues and i killed two three or four three of the four of those um but too little too late he did push my infantry the rest of the way off of the area and then took the objective on like turn four or five i think so that was a bad choice i mean he asked me after he said you know why'd you choose defend i said i i don't know it seemed like what i wanted to do and he said that's a really bad choice he explained to me um the attack or maneuver is better because it forces a lot of times your opponent to have objectives in their area to defend so they can't push their whole force into you which fair enough um and he explained especially that it was bad for my list because i did not have the infantry platoon size to reliably defend an objective nor as germans did i have the tanks to do it um and i mean that's a live and learn type thing i guess so it, it was a good time apparently i i lost with some semblance of dignity you know i guess people could tell that i was there just to roll dice and and screw it uh so i ended up getting best sportsman which netted me a set of gun pit log emplacements from Battlefront and their dog tag. They don't do like plaques. They do these dog tags, which actually I think are pretty neat. So that's cool. Um, in the end, you know, I still had a good time. I went with a non-competitive list, really, which I knew going ahead. And I went to roll dice and have a good day on a Saturday for, you know, eight hours playing some Flames of War. And I did that. I went down. Uh, I lost that last game eight to one, same as I did my second game. So I walked away with a total of, you know, 15 points out of, or not 15, sorry, five points out of a possible, like, 24. <laughs> so I really, really got smoked. I didn't do the worst, actually. There was a guy who only got uh, three points, so, or maybe it was, yeah, it was three. Um, he lost all three games, I think, 8-1. So I, I didn't do the worst out of everybody there. Uh, but I sure as hell didn't didn't do the best out of anybody there. That's a fact. So I did I did have a good time. Um, next year, Will, the guy who runs it, is talking about using it as a regional qualifier, and that will very likely keep me from wanting to go at all. So I mean, you just kind of have to you know analyze what you want out of the game. I don't want to go to a qualifier again. You know, I went to Adepticon and. And I'm just not going to have the kind of practice and skill needed to compete at a level that wants to be going to that specific tournament. It's a different mindset. Um, I don't like the Masters. I don't like rankings. It just, in my opinion, it, in, it gentrifies the, the worst part of it, which is guys wanting to beat the hell out of each other with lists as hard as they can, which you could see at this tournament when you looked around and went... Um, you get these problems with the books being on different fronts. So I was playing Africa Corps, which was the South Front, and, you know, that list isn't designed to fight 
against uh, lists running big ass Churchills or ISUs or Panthers, things like that. Like I'm not going to compete against those armies, um, which is really what was there. Uh, I mean, beyond the Honey Stewart Horde, and there was a guy running a Crusader Horde, I think too. But then everything else, you know, when you looked around at uh, all the Russian armies were running Churchills and then self-propelled guns in the back. And then the Germans were running uh, Panthers. Um, and then there was one guy running a looted KV-1 along with his Tiger, I think it was. So, yeah, there. I mean, if I'd run up these armies, I had, you know, my Dianas were about the only thing that was going to hurt them. And even then you're looking for lucky rolls and them to have unlucky rolls. So you're banking on a lot of luck to do that. So that was it. I did have a good time though. Um, and you know, will I go back? That depends on whether he makes the qualify or not. I think, uh, you know, as much as I enjoy flames of war, it may just turn into me and my buddies playing, you know, when I can convince them to, and maybe not going to tournaments anymore. You just have to kind of hold out and see how that goes for me. But Thanks for listening, guys, to this episode. Um, significantly shorter than a normal episode. Hell, it's only half as long as a... Or one and a half times as long as you know, one of my extra episodes. But it's just me talking about a single tournament. The The location, the venue was still good. The local food, there's a bunch of restaurants right there. It's right off Interstate 55, so it's super easy to get to. Um, yeah, so if you haven't gone to Daikon, check it out. A lot of RPG stuff there. And though I didn't play any RPGs, obviously that's a great way to go if that's something you're interested in. But that's it, guys. I appreciate you listening, and have a good night.